Welcome to my podcast, Chatting Bear, um, a place to feel good about yourself, the world, and your place in it. This week, we are carrying on from last week with the beautiful Jenny and beautiful John's story of their PTSD following following, um, a very traumatic experience when they had their first child, only child Mm -hmm. so far, and it's probably because of that. Most likely. Most likely. Um, So, um, thank you guys for coming back and talking to us again. Really appreciate it. Um, So, where we left off last week was you'd had Charlie and you had been transferred onto the midwife-led unit a couple of days after the birth and you had been shouted at by staff because of wanting to have skin to skin with your child. Yes. Which just sounds like the most yeah. bonkers thing to have happen. So um, okay, so that was for you, Jen. That was for me. Well, can we just backtrack very slightly? One Absolutely, yeah. just very quickly, just yeah, to yeah. kind of just to finish off that night. Yeah. Oh, right, yes. just very quickly because yeah. we've oh, you know, jumped more. Yes, I yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Just to finish that night off. Um, so obviously, recovery room. Jenny had had that with Charlie with the the whole feeding and what have you. And then it was moving time yes. to move from recovery into the ward. Right. I've been with so, you for about twenty minutes. Yeah, I think well, it wasn't all that long. No. I'm not again. I'm not hundred percent sure of the timing. Yeah. So it wasn't all that long. Obviously, I, I'd had Charlie for a little while. You know, blah blah whatever. And then it was time to go. Now we were like, so gathered all the stuff up, started walking, and then it was at that point just before we were about to go through the door. She says, "Oh yeah, so uh, we'll take all of the stuff now." I was like, oh, can I not come? She goes, no, because it's night now, so you know. And I was like, okay, and this, that was the first moment That's I found so out. Harsh. And I was yeah, like, you should have been told that so early. And I was like, wait, what? I was, mm. And I was, can, and she was like, no, you can't come, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll take them here. And I was like, so then I had mm. to like, sort everything out very quickly. I needed to, like, I wanted to give Jenny to make sure she had full, yeah. like, I, yeah. I made sure you had your phone. I was like, use your yeah. phone. Mm. I was just, Message me, call me, whatever yeah. you can do. And so, and in the space of like literally two minutes, I think it was by the time I we had, had no time to you know, over, we had no time to I, I don't say I'll see you in the morning, good night. Yeah, I, I was like, I don't. I remember. Well, well, I kind of did say that. You to said you. it, but it wasn't but like I don't remember saying so bye rushed. to Charlie. Yeah, yeah. So you'd kind of got Charlie. Yes, I had. Yeah. In like a bit of a heap, and you were in a heap, and he was in a bit of a heap, and. And obviously he was like going on for whatever of whatever drugs were flowing through your <laughs> yeah, system as well. He was, he, was, he was spaced out. So, um, and that was it. And the doors closed. And they were like, yeah, you just need to go down there and go there. And then you can, I was like, I need to go back because my car was at the... I didn't even know where I was yeah. in the oh, hospital gosh, so I didn't so I thought the only thing I can do is backtrack the way I came I, I think if, I, if my logical brain had sort of been sort of engaged at that moment I could have just oh, walk outside and walk around yeah. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't know where I was no. I'd never seen this part of the hospital I'd seen bits of hospital before yeah. never seen this place no idea so I walked all the way around 
I went all the way to the far end. At that point, I thought, I wonder if that student nurse, the other uh, student midwife, sorry, and the other um, the other midwife was yeah. there. And I walked in that room, and they saw me. I didn't even say anything to her. And literally, the student nurse was the first one I saw. And she was like, she was like, oh, come, come here, come here, come here. Literally grabbed her. I didn't say anything to her. She just grabbed hold of me, She'd sat me down in the cafeteria. That I'd had Charlie because they came in and checked. That's right. how so, much of a rapport we had with them. Oh. They were phenomenal. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I, I then sat down. She sat me down, and she goes, "You okay?" I was like, "I you don't got know. I was, I was, I, I don't know. You know, blah blah." I said, oh. and she goes, "Are you hungry?" And I looked at her. And I, yeah, because I hadn't, again, I'd, we'd barely gone through a packet of Jaffa cakes in yes. the last yes. however many hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And bless her cunt, she dragged me into the kitchen, rummaging through the fridges, gave me a cheese sandwich, oh, two orange her. juice, like, carton <laughs> yes, things. Yes, that's right, we have the cartons. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, orange juice things. And she was, is that going to be enough? And I was like, yeah. So with, like, backpacks oh. and things were arms, I'd walked out to the thing, walked into the car, sat in the car, Literally looked at these sandwiches and like, these two cartons of orange juice, <laughs> and I sobbed my eyes out whilst yeah, eating them and yeah. drinking them. I can them. believe it. And like my husband I said, he did exactly the same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just sobbed my eyes out yeah. until that, that was it. And so yeah, there was. The, the, oh yeah, no, actually, I'm not going to say that bit. We'll come back to that. I'll, yeah, <laughs> there's a little oh. bit. Oh, uh, a little bit. No, no, don't worry. You've been up here. Yeah, no, no. There's a there's a there's a, there's a personal thing. I will I'll I will I'll okay. leave out for the moment. But anyway. Oh, so, okay. Anyway, at that I point, I've gone I've gone off to see um, families. Yes. And um, that late at night. Well, I, I, yeah, I didn't know what to do. Okay. I didn't know what to do. You didn't so want to get home on your own, I suppose. And did you? I was falling yeah. asleep, and they were like, just go. Yeah, Simon did Simon went back to his mum's yeah. yeah. to burst into tears. So I'd gone home, there was a point I couldn't sleep, mm. trying to yeah, message no. Jenny, and I did get bits of broken messages coming through because of signal and Jenny's. I was like, what is she trying to say? <laughs> oh, poor thing. And a, a video, you managed to send I a sent video. a video, and I just looked as high as a kite. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, and my the God. Fir- no, the first video I had actually was Charlie, uh, Charlie's Charlie Charlie's karate chop video newborn babies so, have that reflex yes they do so it was, yeah. it was all sm- it was all swaddled up in yeah. his thing and there was this little she was, you just sent this little video and he was fast asleep and you just see him just go hotcha <laughs> <laughs> at that point I started crying again <laughs> I think I literally cried myself to sleep at that oh, point. And then obviously then you'd been sent you sent me messages at wake up. It's such a shame that dads can't spend that first night no, together. Yes. Oh, I think we would have processed a lot of it together. Yeah, you yeah, would. Support differently. It's support yeah. more than anything. It's support yeah. and a little bit of debriefing between yourselves Absolutely. as well. You just had gaps. Yeah. Where he would have filled you in, and also you'd have had gaps absolutely. where you would have filled him in. Absolutely. So yeah. absolutely, it's so, a shame. Yeah. So at that point onwards, it was then down to the ward, and then yes. it was the night times were rough for you, yeah. and obviously yeah. that I was obviously, I was very lucky that they didn't kick me out during like. You know, because sort of visit times are the kind of like halfway through the day. I, I wasn't sure if I was supposed, I was supposed to be kicked out. There was that period where I knew there was a supposed to be changeover, and I was like literally hiding. Hiding. Like, uh, I, I, I think from sure. opening the visiting, is it what nine o'clock in the morning or something? Mm. I think you're you, other than meal times. Yeah. You can stay right That's through right. to the end of evening close. Um, visiting. Well, I was I was there during meal times. I didn't go and have okay. meals. Yeah. I was I was just. 
Okay. Well, some, well, sometimes they're very good and just let you stay. If yeah. To be honest, so the, I wasn't the, the sure, midwife led unit the first night that afterwards when I'd been moved down, mm-hmm. they they actually fed us both. Yeah. Good. They did. Oh yeah, yes, good. you are right. Actually, yeah. That's good. Um, so, right. Yeah. So anyway, so but yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, where all the trouble. So that's where it all came yeah. from. So what I want to know then is what made you think that it was PTSD did, did, was it you that thought of it or, or was it a professional that actually said to you what were your symptoms what made you go and seek help Jenny Jenny right okay and this was only within when was when do you reckon it was I can't remember when we actually earlier this year it was this year wow yeah. okay so when you're going to have to tell me then right, what, what's so been what was going on the the biggest thing was there was not being able to I'm just not being me okay. from the start a big part of it because like there's the there's a big I'm I'm always I'm not I'm not an actor or a theatre star or anything like that <laughs> and I think a lot of I think a lot of theatrical people do do this as well in some respects mm-hmm, yeah. like they're very much almost one person to the many. Mm-hmm. And then another person to yeah. their spouse, as such. It's a human it's, thing. No, yeah. it is a human it thing. Is Sigmund Freud thing. actually is. is the one that actually first um, identified it. Mm. Yes, yeah, it's called so, the id. We yes. all have different ids. Um, yeah, so, depending on who we're with. So, but I think it was becoming quite extreme, though, and I was getting worse with my memory. Okay, that's like, a big clue. Like, actually, really, to like. Even now, in some respects, um, it was getting worse from my memory. My nightmares were... Yeah. I've always suffered with nightmares. Oh, have very, you? Yeah, anyway, even as a younger one. And right. Right, I, 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 very, so rarely, but at the same time, a middle common kind of... I would have night terrors and things like that. But they were just ramping up. And were they at specific? No. Were they to do with Jenny? Were they to do with the birth or Charlie? Or, no, no, nothing to okay. do with the birth okay. or anything that happened around that, but oh. always about Jenny and Charlie. Okay. okay. Like, I accidentally drowned Charlie in one of my dreams. Oh, okay. Um, I accidentally killed Jenny in my dreams. I've lost them and I, I found them in... Okay. Yeah, without getting to that was yeah, his was, his um, brain's way of trying to deal with the guilt that John uh-huh, was carrying from a decision. Yeah, I can that get was that forced on him. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Oh, right, okay. I, I was I was doing that the, was the life yeah. or death. I, I was doing yeah. things. To say, I've yeah. gone from witnessing bad things to me doing yeah. horrific things. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, that's actually to, that's a quite an obvious. That is like a, the. The, yeah. the down to who should we say yeah. absolutely yeah well, you can it see was never, that dream, my dreams were never like they were real to me but like when you kind of explain them then like in the so weird and yes. so like, but the emotional it, co- yeah oh the emotional was, yeah I would yeah. wake yeah. up well when Charlie was first when he was about when he was well, very young he I was waking up with um starts wasn't I I, like, I don't know how what yes. you call it like, okay, like a like, job so, yeah, like a job thank yeah. you that was okay. it I couldn't think it was called it's and amazing that I actually found words usually yeah, I lose words it's great yeah. you even did it on a train so John had to go oh. up to work 
in Glasgow. Right. Charlie was a couple of months old, and I decided that it would be great for me and Charlie to go and join John up there and oh, get lovely. an Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. nice. Um, and he'd fallen asleep on the train up the w- on the way to Glasgow, and yeah. that was the first time for me where I was like, "We're on a train. You've been asleep twenty minutes, and you've woken up with a jolt." full-blown panic like this is I was remembering and dreams were beginning to affect my daily like attitude and sensations and like like it was um it would put they were beginning to how how do I normally put this um they were like if I if I had quite horrific dream I'd wake up Still with that emotion from the yeah. dream, and, and, it would, carry and it was, it all day. I would carry that yes. all day, sort of yes. thing. And so, I do understand that. Yeah. yeah so, and and if we be honest, like things were a bit rocky yeah. for me and Jenny because I, I just wasn't communicating properly, or mm. like I was forgetting stuff constantly. I was just. A bit of a grumpy arsehole a lot of the time. Well, you know, you have got a dick. But like it was ten to twelve eleven. <laughs> the job, yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, the job. I mean like I mean I'd like to think I was I was never like, you know, for sort I don't drink, I don't That's smoke, no. you know, I don't go out and disappear and yeah. You know, yeah. gamble yeah. or whatever, you know, literally. So I was I was at home a lot. Which I love to be, you know, I'm not that sort of person that, who desires to be. We actually like know. each other and we want to spend time with each you other. You know, so it's yeah, <laughs> it is, it is. So, yeah, so it was, a, it's a good combination yeah, for yeah. us, a successful marriage. Yeah, yes. However, yes. I was not wanted, I was not a person that Jenny wanted to be around because right, I wasn't, okay. I wasn't good. So that says a lot then. You yeah, know, that and was and it, very it was, frustrating for it both was, of you. It was, uh, it was, it was bad. Like, it was yeah. bad. It was and bad. you see, you see all these people around us a lot of the time and like, you know, they go, oh, look at, you know, they go, look at John and Jenny, they're like, you know, so good in relationship, mm-hmm. so good together. And yeah, we are. But at the same time, we weren't exactly kind of going around going, well, things are really rough right now or whatever. And Jenny was very brutally honest. Because I'd already had CBT right. and EMDR therapy to treat that for me and move yes. it into the past. Yes, yeah. okay. And okay. you could, obviously, you almost like you were trained and starting to witness, you could start seeing what was... Mm-hmm. I saw the patterns of behaviour. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. things. Um, I want to interject, actually, just to let the uh, listeners know that CBT is Cognitive Behavioural Therapy mm-hmm. and EMDR is Eye Movement... Um, and desensitization and reprocessing. Yes. Uh, which I'd never heard of before. It's it is amazing. Mm. Yeah. Um, I. It's amazing. It is phenomenal. And and so, Jenny, you would obviously seen this, and then were, were alarm bells ringing in your head that maybe that yeah. it might be something. Yeah. So um, I had the the diagnosis, um, which I kind of had to fight for. We ended up changing doctors because they just kept saying you've got postnatal depression and. Mm. and what have you we literally yeah. changed doctors and then the first thing the doctor did first, was like yeah the okay, first doctor in our new doctor surgery was like no you've got post-traumatic stress disorder let's get you this in. is to you Jen to this is right Jen, okay yeah. right um, so I'd seen that and then um, obviously they, they put a call out for uh, reviews going into the midwifery service and I said to John like I just feel like we need to be part of it mm-hmm. um, obviously a couple of years down the line we're dealing with you know life as you do of course um, and then I would always it would be that we weren't a priority 
as in like I wasn't making John a priority he wasn't making me a priority okay um, and it caused like we don't have arguments as such we we tend to try and talk things through That's when we're good. frustrated with one another yeah I mean the worst argument we've ever had was when I was pregnant and we call it burger gate <laughs> <laughs> very very quickly i just literally told john to fuck off um, and they didn't want him in the house because he brought back a mcdonald's burger that had cheese and sauce on it oh, okay I ha- now i have to say simon and i had one like that because he ate all the chocolate biscuits yeah. i mean and that was me crying and yeah. throwing them at him yeah. or the empty packet were you pregnant at the time yeah Okay. In fact, <laughs> twice. That was the that was the first one. You ate all the chocolate biscuits. Yeah. The second one, I threw a Kit Kat at him. I love it. And, he, and as soon as it hit the back of his head, and it was such a good aim, and I'm never a good aim. You went. She's bloody pregnant again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the indicator. Yeah. Love it. Um, I mean, it was right. Yeah. That was amazing. So yeah, yeah, essentially, our home life was literally we would put on a front to get through the day whenever we'd see okay. people, um, and you kind of witnessed me having a major setback in my mental health journey after we lost my granddad yes i remember that yes um and i've always been very very vocal about my own mental health since Uh that point because i feel like if it can help one person then there's kind of been a reason for it yes exactly how we feel yeah Yeah. absolutely um and so yeah so i was literally witnessing these patterns of behavior that i can recall myself having okay yeah um and uh, and it was just like okay i kept saying to john i think you need to go and speak to someone i think you need to go and speak to someone and then our communication would break down so let's just be clear even though we said it was only earlier this year that actually we said you need to get some help jenny had been banging on about this for a while for about three years but, but oh, okay. i was ignoring um, it because why? My, my, why because obviously she'd seen because it'd been for quite a while this is not just like oh i instantly this early she did happen yeah, it just no, got why, why did you not why did you ignore it? it i did not in my opinion i didn't have time because you're so busy because or? I'm so busy and so therefore arts. other things are more important than your mental health because I, the problem is no this is no, interesting no, 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 because is, I no, think this right. is very very this common this point. is absolutely yeah. is I've tried to change things a little bit now like in a sense so now and it, this says me to, I mean we, we I work full time we also own a cafe yep. I'm yes. also a husband I'm yep. also a father yeah okay so trying to figure and then the problem is I'm also I try to be very much a provider so like you know doing the shopping i do the shopping because i try to be quick and jenny costs me more money if she comes with me <laughs> so <laughs> to be honest he could do it because it's too much for me nowadays so i would get to a day off for yeah. instance yeah and prior priorities jenny mm-hmm. doesn't feel like she was a priority even though she is my priority yeah yeah she is in my in my heart and my soul in my mind she is my priority i just wasn't showing it because in my head I need to go shopping because I need to go and buy food to put on a plate so she can eat it. But I also need to cut the garden because the garden's looking a bit long right now. I am mad. I need so, to get this vacuum. Yes. So, oh, so oh. I want to vacuum the house. So Jenny has like a nice a clean carpet. I need to wash up because we've just so had love language. So you're, well, yeah, and you're, you're putting all these responsibilities on yourself without the two of you actually having any mm-hmm. discussion about it. No. It's just what you see yourself as your Absolutely. role. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's it's it is. It is. But yeah. obviously, that what I was deeming as what was my priority to Jenny was mm. to ensure that her surroundings and her life was provided for. Yes. yes. But what I was missing, and I, you know, that still to this day, you know, I'm still We're trying still to working work on, on it, it We're, and, things and like I work that. on it as well. Of course we do. Yeah. Of course we do. Yeah. And that is to understand that actually, 
I actually just need to sit with her and like yes, watch so something my, on the TV and my not love worry about the washing up. Emotionally. My love language is quality time. Right. Um, okay. Which is, is mine touch. too. Yeah. I, John says I'm a cat in yes. a human form. <laughs> okay. Okay. I love having my feet rubbed, like my back tickled. I love like, having I'm a my cat, feet rubbed. Okay? Oh. Um, and John Do cats is... like having their feet rubbed? Have you oh, seen yes. our cat? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Cats yeah. Toe beans. Toe beans. Get the toe bean my my, like, oh, my dogs rubbed. hate their feet being rubbed. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, no. That's a dog thing now. Oh, well, Gizmo yeah. oh. literally like holds your hand oh. as well. Yeah, like, the claws will come back. If you slap me the way, the claws will come back. No, no. No, literally. So I was having a more emotional relationship with my cat than my husband's because wow. we both have the same love language. That says yes. a lot. And John's love language is acts of service. Uh-huh. And yes. it, it, that's, it's, it's a really kind of dodgy way to put it. No, 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 no. we understand. Like, I come home and let's say the washing up is done, it means I don't have to do it, which means I can then... It's do the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, it's, 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 you want to do all you can to make you, your life easier with Jenny yes. and to make Jenny's burden less with what she has to exactly. do. And so that's what, but you, you are deciding what your roles and are. No matter how many times she would say this to yeah. me though, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be like, like it wouldn't settle, it wouldn't sink in because right. I wouldn't remember properly. I literally ah, yes, had course, yeah. well, because we've had some, you know, you know, discussions of one thing or another. I wrote down our air quotation argument the one time to try and help me remember what I needed to work on. Okay, but then I would forget. Oh. You know, there'd be a moment of like, oh, I'm stuck in a traffic jam. I should really let Jenny know. Yeah. And then I don't let Jenny know. So you go Even though I, I do it, I do. I think it. I think I need to tell her. And then Jenny be like, I don't know where you are. What's happening? You know, I'm I, still I, like I that my you know, stuff, which is yeah. fair yeah, enough entirely. Because like, if she, if it was the reversal, I'm like, where the hell's Jenny? Why yeah. is she at home? Yeah. Yeah. You know, why she, Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm in traffic. You know, it's because you, you, you couldn't. Have, you, you can literally like use your voice to send me a message. You don't even need to touch your phone to send me a message to say you're in a traffic jam. But the thought and then, and then obviously then, you know, then you'd be, and then I'd be upset. Like, oh, I was just, why was she upset with me? Because like, I'm, I, and then I'd be like, yeah, I'm having to do but I'm okay. You know? um, okay, so it yeah. took Jenny but, to see these in you then? Yes. Okay. It sounds like, basically, it does sound like, you know, oh, there's me saying, oh, that's just our relationship. But actually, it was because of all these things. I didn't realise, and it's only kind of since I've had therapy, really, that I'm trying to need to make these these changes in my life to kind of make it so better that actually, you know, these things were affecting me. Yeah. And it took one very heated discussion. Yeah. <laughs> really? Very much an argument. Okay. okay. But was, it, was yeah. a, it was a hard, very much hard hitting of like, this is it now. You need to do something. Yes. Something. For, for, for yourself. Yeah. Because you're not being better for yourself and it's affecting everything around you. It was affecting my work. It was affecting the cafe. It was biggest of all affecting Jenny. Right. And, and like, like, I don't think it was affecting Charlie because I'd almost put everything else on hold to be a father yeah. but in the, in terms in my head then being to help lessen the burden of trying to be the but it person. also yeah. came to light that one of the reasons that you were subconsciously doing that and whenever it was quality time with Charlie it would be big grand quality time like massive days out or you know crazy adventures where they're going on walks and I loved that but you were doing that to um, kind of release the guilt 
mm-hmm. of I because John worded it to me in, in this discussion when I realized okay like you absolutely need to get some help was because um, it wasn't until after I'd processed the trauma and gone through the EMDR therapy that you felt able to talk to me a little bit um, because John wouldn't talk to me about what we went through for fear of triggering the emotional response from me. Mm. Um, so I shipped down from it. Because one thing we haven't quickly, just to, go yeah. to backtrack, my sister had come to see Charlie mm. in the hospital. I'd then be regaling this story that I've told three times beforehand of what has kind of happened. You know, oh yeah, the blood came out and splatter on her face. And I'd looked into her eyes and I thought she was going to die, sort of thing. And then Jenny, this third time I said it, it was to my sister. And she was like, can you just please stop? And I looked at her and there was a twinkle of that look in her eye. And it was at that point, oof. The shut that, came that, down. That was it. Oh, yeah. shut, I shut shop at that point. Yeah, get uh, it. Because get I was, it. at that so, time as well, I was dealing with the fact that the fluid had nowhere else to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in my legs. Oh, yeah? So she I was like, at risk then of being teased. Yeah. Really so swollen. scans yeah. and all that. Like, anyway. Anyway. Yeah, so, so, um, just to kind of make that why that was okay. clear okay. at this point. So I think Charlie was about three and a half, four years old. I'd finished processing my EMDR. And so I broached the subject of the review and, you know, going through this midwifery review. And um, basically, John then told me about them giving him the ultimatum. Okay, so you hadn't known up until then. Wow, okay. So three and a half years have passed. John's carried that by himself. Um, He probably just didn't want to worry you. Absolutely, he did not want to worry me. And I get it. Yeah. I'd seen um, that look again, yeah. that yeah. and that was it. I was like, well, no, I don't You didn't want to pause that look again, no. did you? No, yeah, absolutely. No, I said, no, yeah. you don't. No, no. Yeah. no At no. that point, when we first started talking about going into the, to do the review, and I was like, they've said that you can get help um, for you know your mental health or emotional support. And I was like, I'm absolutely going to get it. I've had EMDR now. I now want to deal with the grief of not having an experience that I see other people having. Yes. So although EMDR has put it in the past for us, yes. I then wanted to deal with it through talking therapies um, or whatever sure. okay. to deal with the grief. And I said, well, I think you feel you need to put it now in the past um, and f- be able to talk about the experience without having that emotional response anymore yes. of fight or flight. Um, now, the way they described PTSD for me was and it was it was phenomenal actually because I like to to learn using stories and things. Mm-hmm. So um, the the one um, therapist that I saw basically said, if you imagine in your brain you've got a library, and in that library you've got a librarian, and they're sorting through all of the all the input that they're getting, okay. and they're filing it away in different categories so that your brain can pick it up really quickly. She's like, so imagine that you've got loads of filing cabinets. She's like, so your adrenaline gland when it kicks into overdrive sends loads of adrenaline to that librarian um, who gets overwhelmed in fight or flight moment or freeze moments um, and basically just buggers off and goes on holiday. She's like, no, I'm, I'm clocking out. This is too much. I'm going bye-bye. So your memories when you're in severe fight, flight or freeze are stored slightly different to when they would be um, if you had not had that much like overflow of adrenaline. Um, so... Uh, what basically happens is your librarian then comes back online and kind of goes, ah, we've got some files here. We need to put them away. Flashbacks. Uh-huh. Issues. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Adrenaline gland goes, whoa, 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 whoa. We're facing this again, are we? 
Sludge, your librarian. Your librarian goes, bugger this, I'm off, see you later. Oh my god, right, yes. So, with the use of EMDR specifically, what that allows you to do is to uh, sort of put your adrenaline gland on mute a little bit. Okay. So it trains you. So the way they kind of do it is they make you think of a safe space and you try and replicate that. So... For me, it's always the beach. It's the first place I heard mm. Charlie laugh. Like it's it I just, I get amazing. Oh, I also think the sound. He's off again. I think the the sounds of of the sea, particularly, mimics brown noise. I don't know if you've ever heard of brown noise. No, but the frequency noise. Yes. Oh, right. okay. um, is great for people with neurodivergency because it's a tone that kind of mutes a lot of things. Oh. You can choose it to sleep with. Yes, it it's sleep. like white noise, but not. A severe yeah it's like it's like it's almost like a almost like a like a white noise but almost like a hum mm-hmm. like kind of hum oh so like my fan Oh yeah, yeah it almost. would be very yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, I, it sounds like an aeroplane taking off. I have to say, but it's a, I, I can't sleep without <laughs> yeah. it now. It's just way, it be, way too yeah. quiet. So they kind of replicate that, and then they introduce questions or asking you to visualize what you've been through, and your body's at a relaxed state. Okay. So it then trains your body to go. Okay, we've been through this, but we're not facing it right now. Mm. And that's why EMDR is phenomenal. Okay, I have to say, I've never yeah. heard of it until. Um, so we there's two, into this. two ways they can do it. So they can either move their fingers in front of your eyes and you have to watch and watch with it. Now, uh, we'll talk about it on another podcast, but yeah. I've developed mm. fibromyalgia and a big part of that for me is vertigo. So I've moving, moving yeah. my eyes was making me feel yeah. very uncomfortable. Oh, okay. So they have these things called tappers, which are um, little vibrating boxes, and you have them in your hands, and they have control over the intensity and the frequency of their vibrations. And because another reason why you have PTSD is you, between your left brain and your right brain, there's a limbic system. Yes. And there's a fuse, or they nickname it the fuse. And when you have PTSD, that fuse blows. So you kind of have, they call it the adaptive and the maladaptive side of the brain. So adaptive, you're in control. Maladaptive, there's nothing you can do to adapt to the situation. Um, And we've learned this through many, many emotional breakdowns and me having to seek medical intervention because of everything. Um, And basically it allows your, so it vibrates and it allows your maladaptive and your adaptive side and your limbic system to kind of co-regulate and be able to work a little bit better. Right, okay. So that's kind of how it works. Right. That's how they do it. I don't really know how it works. So did you approach this then with John, so I think this you would benefit from this. Absolutely. And then... John, it took a while to convince you? Yes. Well, it wasn't... Yeah, it was. It, this is... Obviously, all this had been going on, all this conversation about yeah. doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. And then, like I said, there was a very solid conversation at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. about you need to fix yourself mm-hmm. now for yourself, for mm-hmm. everything around yeah. you needs to... You need you need this now. You need it. And there was a point where... I don't know. I think it was just because then there was a service then in place. Yeah. I didn't need to seek it necessarily. I it just it for you. you okay. I think that, that was the biggest yeah. thing. Because yeah. I was like, I don't know where to start. Do I go to the doctors? Well, do, you're I, do, I, do, yeah, do I do? Yeah. Like, do I go online? A few times I'd looked online and then I realised that actually I needed to book that thing. Oh, hang on, I needed to also order that. Oh, hang on. Oh, wait. What thing he doesn't realise is he was. I was just doing the same thing that John had done for me 
because when I finally managed to get help, I'd had something called a brain zap. It was the first time I'd had one. Um, and they are horrific. Um, it's like someone has put a cattle prod in your brain and you feel electrical impulses oh, in your oh. brain. Um, and you'd gone back to work at this point and Charlie was only well, a couple of months old. Um, and I'd convinced myself I'd had a stroke. Wow. Um, because it was just that unnerving of a sensation. It's a weird sensation. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're horrible. If you don't know anything about them and no, no one's ever broached that with you, that it's something that people who have um, a difficulty with emotions or a difficult struggle with emotions, if no one broaches that with you, you don't realise the physicality of it. Mm. You kind of just think, oh, it's just emotions and that's it. No, no, no. no. Um, it isn't. It manifests in, in many, many ways. So John came home to find Charlie asleep in my arms and I'm rocking like like to soothe myself yes I'm rocking to soothe myself saying the alphabet oh right because okay. it was the only thing I could convince myself uh, that if I can say the alphabet over and over again I've not had a stroke okay um, so at that point John was like I'm getting you help so this was just me going you know what I'm paying you back I'm getting you help right, well, yeah. so uh, okay. yeah okay okay yeah. okay so when did you start your EMDR then did you go to the doctor first of all did, did the doctor have to no, no. What, how, do you, how do you get this how do you get it started yeah it was, uh, it was through the midwifery service. However, I got it through the doctors. Okay, so doctors would for anybody Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Right, yeah. okay. Yes. So did. and then it was a case of like I've given you email, they've given you a number, they're gonna get in contact. So and they, I was like they kind of okay. asked me, do I want it to be the two of us in sessions yeah. or yes. do I want it to be separate? Yeah. And it was a very I spoke to John and I said, Look, I've already made this decision. I'm really sorry, I'm not including you with this, but I've already made this decision and you're having it by yourself. Um, because otherwise you're going to um you're going to what's the word I'm looking for? censor yourself I will censor I would have censored uh -huh, yes. for fear of upsetting yes. or anything and you so need to be 100% honest with yourself absolutely yes. so yeah. I was yeah. like I'm not being involved yeah no I um, think that makes censor. perfect sense yeah, yeah. So, so that's your journey yeah then? so that was the journey up to that point really okay yeah. so do you think you were taken seriously I mean obviously with it with it being the maternity service it's how, how do you mean? Well, so? yeah, because I just think I do a lot of men who will have PTSD from right, watching sorry, a traumatic yeah. birth, you know, or just aren't taken as seriously. I didn't take it as seriously. You, you yourself? No, because right. why would I have PTSD right. from having birth? I didn't witness a car crash or someone. Yeah, die in front yeah, of me, yeah. or a, a natural disaster that caused all sorts of pain. Why would that cause? So or be at war where you've been it. shooting. Yes. Shoot. So that yeah. why would it be PTSD? Uh huh. No, I get that. Yeah, I, there was a question because I just think a lot of men, I think, are actually dismissive yes. or dismissed by others Absolutely. Yes. because yes. of this. Um, obviously, I didn't really tell anyone until about my third session, mm. but um, the. I li I was very open and honest. I actually said to the therapist, I will give this, because this was important mm -hmm. for me, for everything around me. Mm -hmm. I said to her, I will give this 100%. I said, but I'm not really sure how me blabbering on at you and is going to really help. I said, I'm not trying to be dismissive intentionally. I said, I'm just, 
I don't get it. Mm-hmm. So okay. I feel like well, you're honest. I, well, yeah, I said I don't really get it. Because yeah. she was even she was like she, she always said you were very just open and honest from the very beginning, John. Mm. And I said to her, I, said, I will give this everything. I will do. No one's having a wee. That was just water going. <laughs> just realised as he was making the noise. I was like, oh, oh, yes, I are. like close to the mic. So no. So um, the first session was a bit all over the place. I wasn't quite sure what was happening. I was okay. like, okay, yeah, yeah. No, I see it. And I had to do, cause, because we're having to do it by Zoom, essentially, as well. Oh, okay. Um, which was, um, sorry, because right, right. we had to do it by Zoom. Lindsay's arrived! Lindsay's arrived! I'm sorry, I'm trying to be quiet. No, Are you? Quiet! Never! I love you, Lindsay! <laughs> Oh my gosh. And that was Lindsay, everybody. <laughs> She's that, is the, that is literally the best way to describe Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we yeah. love her. We do, oh, yeah, we do love her. Yeah. Um, She's throwing me out my groove completely. Oh, I'm that so was, sorry. No, that was, was about that being was taken insane. seriously. You being 100%. Oh, that was it. That was it. Sorry, yes, thank you. I'm glad you were paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so I did do it. So, so in the first session, oh, that was it. Because we did it by Zoom and we didn't yes. have the zappy box things in yes. because she said, do you want to find hands oh, or do you want to SD? So I had to do the butterfly taps, which is if you imagine if I just, I, I will show you guys here, but if for everyone who's listening, you have to crush your arms across your chest, yes. touching your shoulders. Okay. And then the idea is that you would tap one at a time. Oh, alternate. But alternate. Okay. So, but you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't. You wouldn't do it gently. You would have to be like oh. almost, almost like, not to hurt yourself, but yes. enough to actually yes. register you were actually doing it. And so the idea was she would. I'd had to decide on a same. She would tell me what was happening, how it was going to go. Yeah. Um. And so the first session was more just kind of talking about what I sort of came, what I wanted to come out with, and then how we'd kind of practice that a little bit. And she goes, "I want you to think of a safe." safe space as well somewhere you know because she described it like how i'm going to take you there we are going to go to that place and talk about those things you're going to be doing your but your butterfly taps and then i'm going to say three two one command bit blah, blah, and then i'm going to say right safe space you know let's go let's go to your safe space and actually ironically my safe space was on the little steam engine in um tally clin tally clin which was and the one that inspired Thomas the Tank Engine. It is. Uh-huh. We were on this train. The sun was the, the rain had been horrendous just beforehand. <laughs> we got this train. Beautiful blue skies. Right. Oh, it, the sm- and I love. I love, I love oh. industrial engineering. Ooh, we've got wind outside. Um, I love the wind inside. I'm not going to go out. I love the smell of the steam engines. Yeah. And the, 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 Jenny was there. Charlie was there asleep in Jenny's oh. arms. Um, and it, the wind, the smell, the spews, everything. It just felt, it felt, it felt great. Yeah. It felt, it felt lovely. The one thing I deleted from it was the sound. Okay. I just, I, I just, I replaced it almost with just more of a, just a calming, almost like just a. You was imagine yourself on. I almost mixed being sat on top of a mountain, mm-hmm. sort of audio wise, but being on the steam engine because it felt too, felt too messy mm-hmm. when I was being in my safe space. Okay. My safe space was just having the visual aid of it, but just with the calmness sound of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing. Because it's for yeah. your senses, isn't it? It's yeah. going to calm your senses. Exactly. Yeah, so that it was makes just it was sense. just the experience, and I love the sound of steam engines. I mean, yeah. Ness, oh, Ness, I mean, so Ness, Ness, yeah. Ness, Ness those yeah. well, okay, Oh, Ness and John used to work together. So many years ago. So um, uh, yeah. So, but that was it. anyway. So mm. so I 
whatever. It was like this, like, even after the first session, I was like, okay, here we go. And I thought, so I bought my next one, and she was like, okay, I need to, we're going to take you back. And she, so I told her, I told her the story. I was open about the story. I told the story, and she goes, right, I'm going to take you back to some of these moments. And we'd backwards and forwards a few things, and we were coming towards the end of the session, and we talked about the whole Simon thing for the um, for the. Uh, the epidural. Epidural, and that mm. was all. You could see that was kind of rough, and we talked about like breaking down the toilet. Whatever. And then we got to that bit where mm-hmm. I was in the doorway, yes. and that person, uh, and well, uh, well, no, actually, we kind of got to a bit, and then we kind of got to you being in the operating room, but I kept pinging back to that yeah. moment, right? Okay. And I was starting to relive these moments because I gave it everything. I was willing to give it everything Good. because I wanted to. Yeah. Like, so this was important. Yeah. Obviously, as time went by in my head was important to Jenny but then as time went by I realised it was more important for myself okay. as that I, re- I began even though Jenny was saying it's good for you it's good for you and that's why it sounded like I was saying oh it's always good for Jenny because that's how I led with it but then I actually realised it was very much more important for me good yes and like as that time and at that moment I everything every emotion fell out of me right. I, I couldn't do any more butterflies I couldn't take myself to my safe place I was trying to Everything was about that moment, and then we kept revisiting that moment again and again and again. So raw. It was, yeah. and it, then it got to the point when actually, after a couple more sessions, it didn't seem so bad. As intense. Intense, okay, and yeah. that was good. Uh-huh. I was actually was good. And then she was like, "Okay, she doesn't let it move on." And then it got to back to the point about moving with Jenny and look into her eyes. I just could not lose that. One. I cried every time, no matter how many times. And then mm. there was one session. That happened after a few weeks. I can't remember exactly how many this was. You have to excuse it. I don't because it almost feels a bit of a blur in some ways. I well, kind of yeah, yeah, I get that. I don't remember the exact session, but there was talking about it, and I came out very angry, <laughs> and I carried it all week. Wow. I was an Good. asshole that week, and I couldn't shake being an arsehole that whole week yeah. until yeah. about a day or two before my next, next session. session. Right. Now, I'd already had therapy as well alongside. Yes. So I'd yes. spoken to, we'd had a chat because mm. you, you were getting, John is not an angry person. No, not like, at all. Anger is not really an emotion anybody associates with. No. Um, no. And you were so fearful that like something in you had broken I thought I'd broke I thought I'd broken and now he's an aggressive even at work person um, the staff were like okay I'm, I'm actually a bit scared right now John what is you know like even the staff were like what is you. what is happening and my company manager had taken That's me aside and yeah. I had cold told her about it and she goes look I know you're going through stuff but whatever's going on right now you, you need to try and just soften this up a little yeah. bit while yeah. you're at work because you are being like not good yeah. <laughs> you know so, so I don't know what had happened in, necessarily in that session I just something had just I thought I, I was scared I was broken yeah so I was oh, I'd spoken to, yeah. I'd that, spoken in my session yeah. and said look this is what's going on and the therapist said out of the whole spectrum of emotions humans can't hold on to anger over one thing over one subject for very long no okay. um, if you think about it you get angry for something you go to sleep sometimes and then the next day it's you don't have the same emotional no. response yeah. 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 Um, and she said he's just finished processing that it's not a threat anymore 
and he's just angry that you face that situation. Give him some time and he's not going to be angry anymore. Okay. okay. I was apologising to Charlie constantly because oh. I was really snappy with him. Oh. Like I try not to be because we very much we very much we're not sort we're of shouting parent. We're gentle parenting. We speak yeah. in a very firm way with him. Yeah. But I was I I we've never really yelled like aggressively to Charlie. You know, no. we've been very stern with him. Charlie, you've got to understand that's yeah. kind of the level of like where we've gone with Charlie. Right. Do you know what I mean? I yelled at him yeah. the one day, and it's actually making me quite upset thinking about it. That's yeah, understandable. And he was crying. Yeah. I grabbed him. I just apologised. Oh, like heaven, like to it really, it was horrible. Like I was, yeah, because I've without trying to bring up my past or anything, you know, I would never want it to be that way. Okay. You know, I never want it to be that way. But it obviously um, really seriously affected your family dynamic that week then, didn't it? Oh, it was bad. Yeah. And obviously I spoke to her about it and she goes, how do you feel about it now? So I don't feel so bad now. And it was weird because then that session is when something very strange happened. Um, we were doing the session, she kept pulling me back. And she was very intensely kept pulling me back to that. She goes, go back to that feeling, go back to that feeling, go back to what you see, visualize what do you see, go back to that feeling, and always that feeling. And I says, I don't want to anymore. She was like, go back to that feeling. And something very bizarre happened in that scenario. And they're very interested in it. I popped out myself <laughs> in the yeah. sense of, I was visualizing sat in front of Jenny taking in the feeling of what was going on and what have you and I could hear I got my eyes closed I was doing a tapping at this part I was hurting my shoulders mm -hmm. at this point I was nice. really hurting myself I literally like I, I, I literally popped I, you know when people like, like my spirit left the body it wasn't that I literally felt like I split I felt like I popped like literally like a, it was like that wow. I was like, and I'd done like a D&D one shot where I'd created this scenario, this this black, you see it in films, like this black, you know, it's all black and there's like water on the floor sometimes or, okay. and you Very can walk around, no, like, you strange you thing. Want, strange yes. thing, kind of, but I, strange Sounds like was, 11. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. But I'd, popped, I'd almost popped out that, that situation and I was just like, I was in darkness and then I turned around and there's Jenny on the bed and me sat in front of her stroking her head, talking to her, saying what I was saying. I could hear my therapist saying these to me, okay. but I then actually was like, hmm. And I then became, I analyzed what was happening myself. And then from then on, um, I had pictures of like, I would almost have like, 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 like what do you call those, those pictures? Polaroids. Polaroids. Yeah. I had a Polaroid of the scenario in the door yeah. and the scenario of Jenny in that table and then a little, and then there was like a whole stack of other ones that I wasn't really that concerned about on the floor okay. and every session from that point I could never put myself back in myself I would only ever go back to the scenario reliving it feeling what I was feeling but almost analysing it from a third person perspective wow and how I still just and, and then I realised that's how I problem solve okay. I almost sh you know he's, when Sherlock Holmes says I think I'm going to punch that guy in the face there and then I'm going to do this and yes. this is then going to happen and it's never quite to that level of course yeah. but that's when I have a problem and I literally recreate the problem in my head and like 
and that's how I like I bodge things. I'm like, ah, oh, wait, does that that will work with that? And that's kind of then I think my brain just then figured out how it's your superpower with your ADHD that people with neurodivergencies tend to think more like 3D and... Okay. Oh, yes. Because you haven't covered the fact that you have a ADHD. It's undiagnosed right. professionally. Right. But I think heavily hinted a, by therapists. Heavily hinted by a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> right. okay. She goes, we're not here to this. However. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and she... Every time she goes, are you there? When, when you're there, I'm like, yeah, I am. And she goes, but where are you there? I'm here. And I'm, but I'm there and then she goes can we revisit the door and then did just be because that's what we kept, we'd use it that she would be like Jenny's eyes or the door so we'd, we'd have that would be like the little snappy words to go to those scenarios okay. that she would create for us and she goes what are you doing now and I says I'm walking around myself what do you feel I feel the, the I see this I feel the stress and the worry and whatever but how do you feel about it and I went fine <laughs> I can I feel the emotions the scenario hasn't lessened and I know what's going on mm. but it's fine you know and so two sessions we did like this and then we were supposed to do another one and ironically we were in this very room <laughs> because I had to be here because everything's going on oh wow yeah and she was like do you want to do any more I was like that's me. That was Jane's belly. That's your belly. Hello. That's your belly. And I was like, no, I don't, actually. And she was like, well, yeah, well, I don't want to do any more with you, to be honest with you, because okay, good. I don't, I think she goes, I think you've created in yourself a, pro you're self-processing now. You're no longer processing. You are almost like a you are processing your processing if that yeah. makes sense yes. so it's very Johnish. yeah yes. and, well that's what she said you've created something and in, and she was actually very she was like she's, it's a very unique scenario because she's because even she said i i literally saw the moment yeah wow good grief yeah she's it was like that well, penny dropped yeah because she, she didn't know out. she was like i saw it wow she was like she literally because she was like what's happened john that's when amazing, it happened it? Yeah. and I said I'm looking at myself and, but I'd sort of seen it in my third person I think my brain had been trying to do it before and she was like no go into yourself I'm away from but, yeah. okay. Okay. because you're just envisioning the snow but I was always in the room <laughs> everything was around every detail was there but instead I just broke it down yeah. and that's wonderful well, right okay so uh, we're, we're, we've literally got to wrap it up now yes really. of course <laughs> but um, what, what would you as a couple say to anybody that potentially thinks they might have PTSD be it from a birth yeah. or what have you because obviously we hear about soldiers have that Absolutely. PTSD but yeah. um, what would you say to someone who fit or thinks their partner might have it with symptoms what would you suggest it's very difficult because obviously everyone's scenario is very different yes. very easy the, the one option is if you are you'd hope you with in a relationship where somebody might even sort of entertain the idea yeah. of doing it would be to do it for them, help them, be with no, them. I Jenny, I think me and Jenny, are, we're very much, we understand our relationship in the sense yeah. of like, if Jenny had done it, I'd be like, okay, because that's how, we know that's how it's going to work in our relationship. I, you know, I think there are some people who work differently, but I think like, we're going to sit here, I'm going to get this started. 
help you get this started because I think you know some people will ignore it and no matter what you do and I think sometimes it takes a big push yeah I think yeah. some people might go you might be right okay I'm, I'm gonna book it I think it's almost near impossible for especially for a guy I'm not saying all guys are the same no of course not I'm a very open-minded guy and I still didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mainly because I kept forgetting and I just wasn't sure where to go. Mm -hmm. But, so I, it just took that push from someone else to get it started then to okay. get to this point. All right, well, I think and that's a great takeaway. I want to, and that's why I want to be a big advocate for guys. Just, I want to, so any guys that are listening to this, if you feel it's not going to help you, fine you think it's not going to help you don't let that stop you from starting yeah. because you might just find that when like I said at the very beginning oh it's not going to help me I understand how me chatting to you is going to help you at all mm. but actually in fact it did it's life changing it was life changing it's made me look at things in different ways and what have you so it's about the support from someone else. Great. Try and be, yeah, you know, yes. right. try and find someone to help you do it. Yeah. It'd be a girlfriend, a mother, a father, a friend, you, anyone you're with, any partner yeah. with. Right. Yeah. Right, guys. Well, so you've heard that from, from Jenny and John, and obviously that I mean they will be happy to answer any questions that mm. you might have that they've offered before. So um, do email us at chatting underscore bear at outlook.com or find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Pinterest. Um, you can leave messages with us, and obviously we'll pass them on to Jenny and John, and we'll try and get connected if you if you have questions for them. Um, I'm going to leave you with a quote on this one, as this is the closure of, for our PTSD. Um, and this says, PTSD is not the person refusing to let go of the past, but the past refusing to let go of the person. Perfect. Yeah, I it like that. Absolutely yeah. beyond perfect. So there you go, guys. Now, take care of yourselves and each other, and we will da -da 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 -da, catch you later. Bye! Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>